You want to know how to build a successful business and know how to navigate through the good and bad of entrepreneurship, you're in the right place. Nicole Espinosa and her guests share their secrets to building your business. This is Entrepreneurship Uncensored. Welcome back to another episode of Entrepreneurship Hashtag Uncensored. And today I'm going to talk about income producing activities and what they are and why it's so important as an entrepreneur. So first and foremost, a lot of times as an entrepreneur, we spend time doing absolutely nothing, but we appear busy. And I know that it's, you know, a lot of times when you're starting your business or maybe on the day to day, you can get distracted, like high squirrel, like going down rabbit holes and and all of that. But I think it's really important to understand that you don't get structure from someone when you're running your business. You have to create structure. And that's probably the hardest part about working for yourself and, and having your own company is that you have to be the one to implement that. And especially when you are hiring and when you are building a team, like you are responsible for making sure that it's not complete chaos all the time. And so today I want to talk about like, so where is your time best spent? And the reason why I call it income producing activities is that the things that you're doing every single day, you need to audit. Is it creating income? Is it moving the needle forward in my business for generating revenue? And that's how you have to think. One thing that's really important to understand is that you don't work per hour. You're not an hourly employee. Your hours, you don't get to bill A lot of times you don't have services or goods that you're selling. It's your time. So understand that we only get so much of it. So in the beginning, you're going to do things because you have more time that can create revenue. And then once you start creating momentum, then you start outsourcing and doing things to buy your time back. But in the beginning, if you're just starting out, you have to make sure that what you're spending your time on is is moving the needle forward. So I want to give you guys two points today that will help tremendously in the way that you think when you're operating day to day as an entrepreneur. So the first point, let's talk about time blocking. And I'm sure you've heard this term before, but how do you actually time block? How do you actually make it to make sense? So first and foremost, you have to do whatever works for you. So you have to figure out, I'm going to give you a couple suggestions and I'm going to show you how I do it, but you have to do something that you actually use. If you had a calendar and you wrote it down, but you don't check the calendar, it's not really going to matter if it's the most efficient systems. Systems are only effective when they're applied. So let me tell you how I do it. So my calendar and my phone is the end-all be-all. It is synced to everything. So it's synced to my email. It's, I I mean, I literally right now, I have an interview in in 20 minutes for one of my assistants (laughs) and this is tells me everything. So it keeps me on track. If it's not in my calendar, to me, it doesn't exist. So the girls know when they're scheduling, you have to check Nicole's calendar. I live by it. But the reason why it works for me is because that's what keeps me on track. For some people, it might be an actual physical planner that they carry around. Now, knowing me, I would leave the planner in the car <laughs> or leave it, um, you know, on my desk or something like that. So that's why that doesn't work for me. I would love to be disciplined enough to carry that around everywhere. But unfortunately, it has to be my phone. So whatever's in front of you, whatever works, time block. At first, I would have sheets where I would write out what exactly I needed to do for that day. 
Like, where is my time best spent? Okay, so it's it's not best spent doing the paperwork for a transaction. It's not best spent um, checking Facebook for an hour or watching TikToks. Like, absolutely not. And a lot of times people can't, they're not disciplined enough to post and try to um, advertise and promote themselves on social media without being a consumer and going down a rabbit hole. But be very intentional. And by writing everything down and time blocking of saying, okay, in the morning, I'm going to spend an hour prospecting in whatever that looks like for your business. In real estate, that would be making calls, like getting to know people, setting up appointments, you know, calling maybe potential leads. And then maybe another hour is, you know, working on your business and and whatever tasks. And then another hour is meeting with your team. And then another hour is you're on social media, but you're posting, you know, two reels and you're posting, um, you know, something in your Facebook group, like whatever that looks like, but you have everything time blocked. And when you separate the time, first of all, you'll see how fast it goes by and you'll see how much time you, very little time you do have to get things done but you have a schedule that you've created for yourself so that you most likely will get it done. If you just leave it up to the, leave it up in the air of like, okay, you know, I, I'm going to write it down and hopefully I'll get it done. It's never going to get done. And it'll be very easy to deviate from that plan and go down a rabbit hole or have conversations or fit something in. And then next thing you know, half of your list is not done. So time blocking is the most powerful tool that you can have Because understand that your mindset needs to be that my time is extremely valuable. Your time as the owner is the only thing that matters because you're the one that creates. You're the one that is moving the needle forward in your business to create income and to create opportunities and really being able to grow. That's that's, as a CEO, as an entrepreneur, that is your skill set. That's what makes you great. That's what makes you the business owner is that you get to create. But if you don't have time for it, if you're not making time for it and you're giving it away by going on coffee with random people or, you know, just doing things that don't matter, that are not making income, you're not going to be able to create income. You're not going to be able to stay in business. Like, is this you that you're, you know, you feel like I'm doing a lot of work, but nothing gets done. And it's because you're not time locking. You're not being intentional every single day. I always do, and I've talked about this on a couple of the other um, podcasts, but I always do a brain dump every single morning before I do anything. I have to put all my thoughts on paper so that I can categorize them and, and work through them. So one, I don't feel overwhelmed, but two, that I can be intentional for the day of like, hey, I only have so much time. What am I going to be spent doing it? Right. And then I'm looking at my calendar like, okay, I, I I'm really busy this afternoon. So in the morning, I have to come in earlier to make sure that this happens. But that's the only way that I'm able to juggle as much as I do is because I'm intentional with my time. Number two is outsourcing. And for a lot of people that are just starting out, the idea of paying someone else to do something when you're broke is terrifying. And I understand that. But understand that you're not going to really be able to create good momentum. You're not going to be really able to focus on those lead income generating activities if you're stuck doing the paperwork for a transaction, if you're stuck making sure that a transaction closes, if you're stuck doing things like the administrative things that are not creating anything. Yes, they're vital for the business. Yes, they're vital for the organization, but it's not making you money. Talking to new clients 
is what's going to create income. Talking to new prospects is where you should be spending your time, not managing transactions. And of course, I always relate this to real estate because that's what I do. So think about that. What are the administrative tasks that you can hire a virtual assistant for? What are things that are easy and simple that anybody can do? It's just a time sucker. It's just something that is taking up a lot of your time that you can't focus on creating income. And so in the beginning, there are a couple of things that you can do to avoid having to pay a full salary or anything like that. You can literally hire a virtual assistant and they're all in different companies. I mean, five, $6 an hour, they go as low that they will do exactly what you tell them to do. Like it's fantastic. Now, anything beyond that, you have to literally walk them through and, you know, we can have a whole podcast. If you want me to let me know on, on how to find virtual assistants and, and how to train them because they're fantastic at at being very literal and getting it done. But beyond that, um, you know, they don't have a lot of common sense. But that's a perfect way to get a lot of those tedious tasks off your plate so that it can free you up to consistently create income. So outsourcing is huge, guys. Like, don't think that you can do this alone. I mean, yes, you can absolutely work, you know, 80, 90 hours a week. And I've even seen, I just came back from a, a, a mastermind where, this guy, he had a $16 million portfolio that he was building and he's been building it while he has another job. And I've talked to so many people that are in the same situation. So it's really, how bad do you want it? When I first started my business, I could not afford to hire an assistant, but I did it anyway because I needed help in getting a lot of the stuff off my plate so I could focus on closing deals. And every two weeks, I had so much anxiety about her $700 paycheck every two weeks. And I didn't care. I paid her first. And then sometimes I didn't pay myself. And that was fine because I knew what I was working towards. And it also motivated me to get my shit together because now someone's depending on me. So you better believe that that really, you know, made me get my shit together real quick. And even if I was going to do it alone, you know, the fact that I was responsible for her made me understand like the reality of like, I don't have that much time to, to fix this because if I don't close anything, I'm not going to be able to pay her. So delegating and outsourcing is huge. Take the things that are, are time consuming, that are administrative off your plate and only think about what am I doing every single day that's producing income. Maybe in the future, I'll do a podcast on training virtual assistants because I have an entire training guide for that. So if this was helpful and you're watching this on YouTube, let me know in the comments. If you're listening to this, um, give me a review, a five-star review. We're trying to build momentum with this podcast and any feedback, you know, we would appreciate so that we keep doing it. And if you guys are wanting to come in person, don't forget about our in-person mastermind, the 19th and the 20th, um, where we really talk as, as entrepreneurs, like how can we help move the needle in your business and collaborate, you know, with agents and investors all over the country. I'll see you guys next time. If you like today's podcast, make sure to go subscribe to my YouTube channel. It's the Short Sale Queen TV, where I'm releasing weekly videos and daily shorts to give you guys business advice and talk all things real estate. If you're getting any value from this, leave a five-star review and I would love to connect with you. Reach out to our website for more learning opportunities, thessqueen.com.